you're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Embrace Simplified podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is short and so, so sweet. I'm sitting down to talk with Elizabeth Raybould. She lives around the corner from me in Prince Edward County, and she has a beautiful feed of delicious, comforting food on Instagram. You guys need to follow her. And yeah, we we sat down to chat. Her mission is all about being a daily escape for people where they can learn and be inspired and be the happiest, healthiest versions of themselves. And I totally dig that mission. She's all about inspiration for good eats and a happy home, two things I absolutely love. And because there was request from you, the listeners, for me to bring in even more badass women who have made really exciting changes or turns in their career. And Elizabeth is a recipe developer. How cool is that? So she's going to tell us more about what that is and what she offers. And it's going to be just a really great chat. Thank you guys so much for being here and for keep listening. I really appreciate it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Embrace Simplified podcast. Thank you so much for being here, Elizabeth. I'm so excited. So before we hit record, we were just commiserating on the place where we live. So we both live in Wellington. We're very close together in a smaller town. And that's how I met you was just like through through the gram. I was following a lot of the same people. And your recipes and your food always look so delicious. Thank you. And I'm like, can she cater? Like, hmm, she caters. That's what I, that's what I kept like snooping around your page trying to see if you did. Yeah. But we were, we were talking about how there's like never any like, well, there's no consistency around like the restaurants that we can go to and visit. There's so many great restaurants in the county, but sometimes in the winter they're closed and in the summer they're really busy. And so. Tell us, like, how long have you lived in the county? I don't even know that. We've been here a year and a half. Oh, you're new like me. I'm new like you. Yeah. Brand new. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. You have had quite a year. (laughs) Thanks. Like, okay. So the, okay. Let's just, before we even get into like your whole story, you had, you have been married in the last year. Congratulations. Twice, actually. We had two weddings. Okay. Okay. Thanks for clarifying that you had two <laughs> weddings. I'm like, wow, married twice in one year. Cool. Same guy. So how does that work? Wedding in a pandemic. Fill us in. Yeah. So our original wedding date was November 6th and that we decided before the pandemic and we kept that throughout all. So that was our second wedding. But we actually ended up getting married in May for the first time because our officiant, who's a very close family member, was diagnosed with cancer. And so we made a quick decision in March to get married in May and speed everything up. Yeah. So we planned a 10-person ceremony for May in two months, (laughs) got married. And then in November, we still had our big, big wedding with all the celebration and everything. But 
yeah, it was really important to us to have this specific family member to marry us. And so we pivoted, of course, that was the name of 2020 and 2021, but we pivoted her wedding. And so we got married twice. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. There's a name for this. It's a micro wedding, right? Yeah, it was a micro wedding. So it was during the stay at home order, actually. So we only had 10, 10 guests and they were all family, just our parents and siblings. We couldn't even have our siblings husbands and wives. It was very, very tiny and very low key and yeah, lovely, but, but a very pandemic (laughs) wedding. Pandemic wedding. Wow. I know how much work it is to pull off a wedding in a short amount of time, even if it is only 10 people. So congratulations. And I kind of love that you got two parties out of it. Yeah, exactly. I hope that your family member, were they able to celebrate the second wedding with you? No, unfortunately she passed away at the end of November, so couldn't come to our wedding in November. So it just made us even more grateful that we could do May. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's a lot for 2021. It's a lot. I'm sorry to hear about that loss. Thank you. I'm so glad that you got to have them at that first wedding though. Good for you for moving mountains to do that. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So you've been married, you've moved all like within the pandemic. Yeah. So talk to us about what you're doing. Like tell everybody who might not yet be following you online and be like drooling over your gorgeous food like I am. Tell everybody what you do and what you're up to right now. Yeah. So I am a recipe developer, a food blogger. And what that means is I cook for a living. I make recipes for a living, trying out different flavor combinations and texture combinations and all sorts of things. And my mission is to get more people in the kitchen cooking pretty healthy, very delicious food without it taking hours and hours or tons of money or effort. I love that. Do you think that people are getting back into the kitchen more because of the pandemic? Yeah, I know at the beginning of the pandemic, we saw a huge increase in people (laughs) grocery shopping for very random things and then figuring out what to do with all these canned goods that were in their cupboards and getting innovative with recipes. So it has, I think, been an uptick in cooking. And that's really exciting. And it means that you have control over what you want to eat and what you can eat and the ingredients that you're using and sourcing local food as much as possible. And it's an exciting time, I think, to be getting back into the kitchen. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I think it's probably intimidating for some people. I grew up with two parents who were always in the kitchen. Everything revolved around like entertaining and meals and cooking. And we owned a bed and breakfast like 20, 30 years ago. So everything was like homemade and like you were constantly like baking and cooking for other people. So it's very natural to me. However, I had gotten like away from it. I just was doing a lot of things out of convenience. So when the pandemic came along, I was like, oh, I actually know how to make bread. Like I might as well start making bread again and like doing just because I can. And now my kids are like back doing, I don't know when this is going to air, but at the time that we're recording this, we're starting virtual school again. And we've made baking a like permanent subject on our routine for the week, which they're pretty stoked about. And my daughter's all like, yes, it actually is math because it has a lot to do with measuring. Yeah. Okay. Fractions, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so did you always know you wanted to be a recipe developer and food blogger? No, I didn't. But I've always loved cooking. I've loved cooking and baking since I was a kid. 
and trying recipes and messing most of them up and just experimenting. And food has always been at the forefront of my family as well. Like every celebration is around the dinner table and birthday parties and anniversaries and everything always revolves around food. So that was always a core value in my life. And I actually started a food blog and then went to nutrition school and became a holistic nutritionist and was seeing clients for a few years. And then I decided that I loved cooking more than anything. I loved making meal plans for clients more than any other aspect of it. And so I wanted to rediscover that. And so I relaunched my food blog in February of 2021. And I've been publishing three recipes a week every week since then. And it's been incredible. Wow. Three recipes a week. I love it when you show the behind the scenes of like your, your kitchen and everything. And I'm like, oh, she thinks that's bad. Oh, gosh. <laughs> He's obviously not cooked with an eight-year-old and a six-year-old before. My nephew came to visit for New Year's and he's two and a half and loves to cook and loves to pour <laughs> things in bowls and mix everything up. And after we always cook together. And after cooking with him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that that is a mess. Okay. <laughs> That's a real thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So as a recipe developer, are, do you work with individuals or businesses? Like, tell us more about that. Yeah. So one of my revenue streams is partnerships with brands. So brands like President's Choice or Robin Hood Flower or those types of brands I work with to create recipes and Instagram posts or TikTok videos for them. But yeah. Just using their products and showcasing them and that that aspect of the job I love. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Do you have like big dreams? Are you going to like do a cookbook or like what? Do, what I does, would love to do a cookbook one day. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely on my like vision board. Like if you were to describe your food to somebody, like what what's your sort of style? Yeah. So I would say that my style of cooking is 80% very healthy, usually gluten-free, grain-free cooking, but easy. So I love a sheet pan dinner or something that everything goes in the oven at the same time. Everything comes out of the oven at the same time. It goes on a plate and dinner's made. That is the name of the game, I think, because we're all so busy that we don't have hours and hours to spend in the kitchen cooking a ridiculously complicated meal. So 80% of my recipes are very healthy and then 20% are a bit more indulgent and some delicious baked goods and cookies. And especially over the holidays, I love doing a lot of cookies for the blog and creating fun recipes like that. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. I feel like there's also like a comfort food element to your, mm -hmm. your recipes. Like everything just looks so comforting and thank you. So good. So good. Okay. So there is a lot of people listening who are always looking for ways to keep things simple. And so talk to us a little bit about how you do that. Like, do you eat every meal as beautifully as it looks online? Or do you have some like shortcuts for us or anything we should be keeping in mind? Like say if somebody was listening and they're like, I really want to have like more control over what we're eating. Like maybe they want to get rid of some kind of like weekly meal subscription or something like mm -hmm. that that they've had and they want to do it themselves. Like what would you, what advice would you have for them? Yeah. So my favorite hack that I discovered in 2020 when we were really limited to just going to the grocery store once a week was actually planning a week of meals and doing that grocery shop every week. And I had never done that before. We were going to the butcher a few times a week and we were going to the grocery store a few times a week and picking up odds and ends here and there. 
And when the pandemic hit, I really decided, okay, we're going to one grocery store once a week and that's it. So I created a weekly nail plan that I put in a picture frame and I use a dry erase marker and I write down every dinner that we're having that week. And then I make a grocery list based on that as well as just staples like eggs or butter or whatever else that you need for breakfast and lunch. But I try to have seven days of dinners planned out, go to the grocery store. And that's how I keep it as simple as possible. And I know exactly what is happening for dinner every night of the week. So there's no guesswork at five o'clock or four o'clock saying, what what am I going to have for dinner and pulling something out of the freezer? It makes it so simple. And I try to have leftovers out of those meals every week as well so that lunch is taken care of and dinner is taken care of. So then the only thing is breakfast, which you can also prep in advance and do smoothies that are all packed in Ziploc bags. And then you just throw them in the blender or overnight oats or overnight chia pudding or those types of things that just keep it really, really simple and pretty healthy and affordable too. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have like a meatless day of the week? I'm noticing that this is, I'm noticing a lot of people sharing that a lot of their meal plans have less meat. We try to have a meatless meal once a week or once every other week. A lot of times our breakfast and lunches um vegetarian and then we'll have meat for dinner. Because of the way we cook, we cook with a lot of without a lot of grains and gluten, so that automatically limits some of the ways some of the vegetarian options for protein. Mm-hmm. So we tend to do a meat with a vegetable sort of thing for dinner and then we'll do a salad for lunch maybe with some chickpeas or some pumpkin seeds and goat cheese, that sort of thing. But yeah, meatless is always an option. Also, a lot of recipes can easily be made meatless by using something like tofu or organic tofu or chickpeas and that sort of thing. And I have a lot of options on my website as well for recipes that are chicken-based or something like that. And I give you lots of options for different meat-free options. Amazing. Okay. That's super helpful. Mm -hmm. We'll make sure that the link to your website is in the show notes so everyone can visit and also just a place to follow you online so they can drool over your food like me. (laughs) And yeah, I think like going meatless once a week, but also like you said, being really planful with a grocery list are also just easy ways to shave a little bit off of your grocery expenses every month because otherwise you get like, I also think I save money by online ordering my groceries and then going and picking them up because then I don't get like, oh, this is on sale. This is on yeah. sale. All of a sudden I ended up with like a ton of food in my pantry that you have no idea what I don't to do with <laughs> the next week. Yeah, exactly. Now I like shop my pantry and then I put my online grocery order on it. And then I just only buy what I need and I don't yeah. get wrapped up in anything. Sometimes if I'm like hungry when I'm grocery shopping or the kids are with me yeah. or like I have all these like glorious plans that I'm going to do something like epic, like all these different salads that I'll buy everything. And then I'm just rushing to use it before it expires. I'm just like, well, and then you have so much food waste, which is an added expense, both in your your wallet and on the environment, right? Yes. I have an embarrassingly large amount of frozen bags of spinach in my freezer because I buy this giant thing of spinach. And then I'm like, oh, right. My kids don't eat spinach. It's just (laughs) me. And so I better freeze this in bags now. For smoothies. Perfect for smoothies. Yeah. Or soup or anything like that. Quiche. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like, I will often, if I'm, they are like really big into like red sauce and that's what they call it. It's like tomato sauce basically. But we make a lot of, like, we'll make like a big batch of 
bolognese. Mm-hmm. And then one of them likes it with pasta. One of them likes it with gnocchi. You know, they both like it for lunch. And so it's great to have during the week. But I end up just putting mine on spinach because I'm just like, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like if I have pasta in the middle of the day, I'm going to need a nap. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but all right. So, okay. What about other other hacks? I feel like you have other hacks in your life. Anything else that you've done in the last 18 months to simplify your life in any way? We've been doing a lot of freezer meals. So I'll do a big batch of soup or stew or sauce, tomato sauce, anything like that. And throw it in the freezer and then it makes for really easy lunches throughout the week. I'll just pull out, I store a lot of things in stasher bags, which are reusable silicone, like Ziploc bags. Oh, yes. Um, okay. But they're leak proof and they stand up perfectly in the freezer. So I store a lot in that and then I'll take one out on a Sunday and have soup for the week because I've batch prepped it. And that's a really easy hack. I love freezing herbs and stuff. To reduce food waste, if you have like basil, for example, it's going to go bad. Just blitz it up in a blender with some olive oil, throw it in the freezer, and then you have like instant almost pesto. Or if you're making tomato sauce, you can throw in a cube of like the basil olive oil and let it melt into your sauce. And it's very delicious. Any cheese rinds that you have, keep them and add them to sauce or soup. This is like my new favorite thing to do. Like I, I, I'm like wishing that I'd kept all of them. Yeah. So you put, when you're finished with like the Parmesan, you have just the hard bit at the end. Yeah. You throw it in like a bag and put it in the freezer. And then when you're making the sauce, yeah, you just add throw it, it in. and it gives this total richness yeah. to it. It's amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, maybe I'm the last one to that party, but I'm like, <laughs> just started doing it. I just started following somebody and pretty much every one of her sauces called for this. And I was like, how many cheese rinds do you (laughs) have? have? I'm like, wow. The other thing I really love, which I think the kids love too, is I grew up on a lot of ground beef. Mm -hmm. Everything had ground beef in it when I was young. But now when we make those sauces, I find it a lot. It's just special. And it's just a lot more tender if I mix like a pork and beef together in my sauces. So they like, it was a game changer for getting them to eat. Like I can put any vegetable into these sauces and they don't, they don't care. I I swear it was the addition of pork. I think that's what it was. Great. That's what I'm telling myself. Okay. So what have you got up coming up this year? What are you most excited about? I am excited for a new year. I hope that it, (laughs) it changes a few things around the pandemic and all of this chaos of the world. I'm excited for more delicious recipes to come and new collaborations and partnerships. And yeah, my husband and I are going to Hawaii on our honeymoon at the end of January. And I am so excited for that. So hopefully it happens because we've put, we've postponed it once already. So it's going to happen. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to happen. Basically, everybody in Canada right now is plotting how they go somewhere yeah. else. So I think you just keep those plans. I wonder if like the most searched thing right now in Canada is like homes for rent in Florida. It seems like a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. There's really no other options but to leave right now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, this has been fun. Thank you so, so much for joining us and for giving us your tips. And I can't wait for you guys to follow Elizabeth online. So make sure you find her on Instagram, follow the link in the show notes so you can find all of her recipes and her blog and everything. Congratulations again on your wedding. And thank you you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. 
I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsty. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life. <laughs>